Welcome to Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for tabletopjournal.com. This podcast was originally published on the week of April 15th, 2019, and runs for approximately 15 minutes. A non-traditional journalist, Dave has spent nearly 30 years as a sales and marketing executive in the world of hospitality. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Seat Yourself, our 15 to 20 minute podcast on all things hospitality tabletop. I'm your host, Dave Turner, and this week we're on the road in the city of Amsterdam here in the Netherlands. We're here for what we're sure is going to be an exciting visit tomorrow with Dutch dealer Tavari. Tavari is a third generation family business selling top tabletop products both here in the Netherlands and all around the world. So we're really looking forward to meeting with them and learning more about their business philosophy and why they're so tremendously successful in the world of hospitality tabletop. In addition, while we're here in Europe, we'll also be checking in with the team at Ambiente to hear the latest updates on their upcoming showcase of Horeca products that's set for next February's Ambiente show in Frankfurt. But that's next week, so we have a lot going on in this week's episode, including our 60 Seconds with Shannon segment, where Edward Don and company Shannon Talon discusses this week. She'll be discussing their in-house publication called Shift, what its purpose is, who they're targeting with it, and what we can expect from the next Shift issue. So with all that, let's get it going. Our stat of the week. That's how we begin each episode, as you know by now. And our stat of the week this week is 3%. According to market research firm TDN2K, the average restaurant guest check in the U.S. increased 3% year over year in March, which is great news for our industry. As a whole, restaurants have been relying on their guests to spend more than they did a year ago as a real key to increasing their same-store sales. The pace at which guest checks are growing has also been accelerating year over year. On average, guest checks have been growing 3% since the fourth quarter of 2018, and by comparison, the average was 2.4% for the first three quarters of last year. This may be a consequence of accelerating wage growth and a consumer that is relatively more confident and willing to spend. Average spending per guest is crucial these days because the number of guests keeps declining for mostly for chain restaurants. Same store traffic was down 1.8% in March, while traffic growth for the first quarter of 2019 was down 2%. Less traffic in U.S. restaurants, but those coming in continue to spend about 3% more. And that's our stat of the week, 3%. In our lead news story this week, the research firm Technomic recently published a report on the five ways legal marijuana impacts restaurants. The Chicago-based research firm listed the following things. Number one, it keeps consumers home. Most marijuana use occurs at home, according to the study, and in states that have legalized marijuana use, nearly 20% of the restaurants report a decrease in foot traffic. And at the same time, 30% of those same operators in those same states report an uptick in delivery and takeout orders. Now, that makes sense to us, but uh, the second one here, they're patrons under the influence. Evidently, 60% of cannabis consumers use marijuana or cannabis products before going out to bars and restaurants. So restaurateurs may have a higher liability if the guest is already, quote-unquote, under the influence when they arrive. But on the flip side, says Technomic, marijuana use promotes food consumption, so the opportunity is there for higher check averages. The third way marijuana is impacting restaurants is through the possibility of new food and beverage items containing CBD, hemp, and marijuana. There are a lot of FDA regulations on these things, so operators really have to pay attention here. And number four, 
The growing cannabis industry is also taking away potential hospitality employees, making the already tough labor situation for operators even tougher. And finally, the fifth way Technomics sees the legalization of marijuana impacting restaurants is it develops a really a new type of competitor that is coming. A competitor that with new cannabis lounges opening up where patrons can enjoy cannabis products, much like the way that people enjoy going to a bar or restaurant today. Now, what does this mean for tabletop suppliers? Well, anything that decreases traffic counts or restaurant patronage means less frequent reorders. And if the decreased traffic would continue, possibly you'll see smaller sized restaurants in the future with less seats. So tabletop suppliers, you're going to be wise to watch the developments in this area of cannabis. As more and more states consider the legalization of recreational use of marijuana and cannabis products, there's definitely a change coming to the restaurant business. And in our next news story, the American Hotel and Lodging Association is out with its newest survey of the lodging industry. In the survey, the results underscore just how hotels are advancing, accommodating, and innovating in the guest experience space. With increased mobile compatibility, flexible dining options, and more design-driven accommodation types, traveling consumers can expect seamless transitions between their everyday lives and their lives on the road. A couple of highlights from the survey results are... One Number one, food alternatives such as grab-and-go foods or similar pickup type food service are showing big gains in just the past two years, growing from 21% of people offering that in 2016 to now over 31% offering this type of food service in the 2018 survey. And approximately two-thirds of the hotels within all the chain scales are reporting some type of water-saving program. And finally, guests are using their mobile device more and more, and as a room key, the usage is doubled, and mobile check-in remains on-trend with participation of more than 80% of all mid-priced and higher segment properties. Amazing. The AHNLA survey is done every two years and conducted by the research firm STR Inc., This comprehensive survey invites all hotels across the United States with 10 or more rooms to participate, and it asks them a variety of questions on guest services and amenities. For more information on how you can obtain your copy of the results, go to ahla.com. In our first company and product showcase segment this week, a company that, to us, always seems to be in a state of constant forward motion is Chef Forward. Chef Forward is a tableware and servingware company based in Arizona that's built around design and innovation. They work with melamine, they work with ceramic, and even metals as their base materials for their products. The latest introduction from Chef Forward is their new stone heart collection of casseroles and small ramekins, and they have other small serving pieces, and they're all from the Spanish company Grappara. Made from 100% all-natural materials, the stone heart collection brings the look the style and the feel of terracotta, while at the same time being more watertight, more thermal thermal shock resistant, and much more durable. Incredibly practical, the new stone heart collection from Chef Forward can be used in the microwave, freezer, dishwasher, and in the oven, of course. But aside from all the practicality of the new Chef Forward stone heart collection, we simply love how stone heart fuses the roots of classic ceramic material and a variety of innovative glazes with new and much more modern designs. Chef Forward is always on our must-see list at the NRA show. 
But this year, we'll be looking especially forward to reviewing their new Stoneheart collection from their partner company, Grappara. To learn more about the Stoneheart collection, go to chefforward.com and make sure you add Chef Forward to your list of exhibitors to see at the upcoming NRA show. Chef Forward, by the way, has moved over to the North Hall this year and is in booth space 6251. It's in the middle and about two-thirds of the way back to the rear of the hall in a great end-aisle location. Chef Forward, Add it to your list of exhibitors that you're going to see next month in Chicago. A company that we fell in love with a long time ago and remain in love with is a company called Service Ideas out of Minneapolis. Service Ideas doesn't sometimes get all the attention that other companies get, and we're never really quite sure why. After all, Service Ideas has been producing and selling cool products to the hospitality industry ever since Art Murray started the company way back in 1946. And now, three generations of the Murray family later, Service Ideas is a leader in food and beverage serving products for the hospitality sector all over the world. One of our favorite products from Service Ideas is their popular 981 series carafe that is now available in three hydro-dipped finishes, light wood, dark wood, travertine marble, white marble, gray marble, and Italian leather. This finish is applied to the existing product to create a unique look that is as durable as the stainless steel base. The tapered base of the 981 series carafe also offers a slim profile that gives it really an elegant looking shape. The 981 carafe is constructed with solid 18-H stainless steel and is made to give four to six hours of temperature retention to your beverage. And here's something else. The stopper and the sleek handle design make this carafe ideal for serving more than just coffee. In fact, it works great as a large size creamer and for soups, sauces, and a whole lot more. Service ideas. Their name really says it all. Great company, cool people, killer products. Stop by their booth number 3624 at the NRA show. You'll be glad you did. Now 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Dave sits down with Shannon Talon of Edward Don and Company and asks the question of the week. This week, Shannon talks about what the future looks like for their Shift magazine. Hi, everybody. It's Dave again, and we're back here with Shannon. And Shannon, we did a, a question last fall on your new magazine called Shift. And I want to be clear about how often it launches. And really, I mean, we heard a lot. We got a lot of feedback. I don't know. I'm sure you did as well. What's the future of the Shift magazine? And uh, well, just tell us a little bit more about where you see that going. Absolutely. Well, Shift, uh, we've, we talked, we've talked about our advisor catalogs before. Shift is a complete departure from that. We show product in our typical catalogs. Shift truly is a magazine. It is a magazine format meant to educate uh, not only our own sales force, but also our customer base on trends in the industry that aren't product-based. So trends in food, trends in uh, uh, operator behavior, whatever the case may be, to help you know bring education to the marketplace. Uh, Shift came out last fall. It's going to be an annual publication for Edward Dunn. And I think what readers can expect uh, in future editions is a deeper dive into trends that impact this industry and impact operators. Um, so that we're going below the surface of just the general information on trends that can often be information. There's a lot of information already out in the market and, and just the basics. And so trend shift is going to continue to take a deeper dive into the trends that matter uh, to, to our customers. 
And in your first issue, you had something, it seemed like, for almost all different segments of operators. Absolutely. Will that continue? Absolutely. It's going to be very, it's going to continue to be very wide ranging uh, and apply to a lot of different segments of customers, uh, customers of different sizes, customers that might have one unit, customers that have many units, big chains. Uh, it's really going to be something that people at all, at different, all different levels of the industry can read and benefit from. A thought leadership publication. Thought leadership, for sure. That is our job as a leading uh Distribute, ENS distributor in the industry is to be the thought leaders. Now, here's Dave with this week's commentary. This week, Dave talks about taking a more holistic view of customer service and how it is important with today's digital landscape. When it comes to customer service today, I have to say it's gotten just a bit more complex than it used to be not so long ago. Just a few years ago, customer service involved mostly simply receiving an order properly, either by mail or more and more back then by fax, and making sure it was entered into the order system correctly, and then shipped to arrive at the designated address on the desired date. That was customer service. The only other enhancement needed was to have a friendly voice on the other end of the line when the call came in to quote-unquote check on the order. Not too complicated, straightforward, and very basic. But now, living in a digitized world, the customer expectations have changed. The world of business continues to accelerate faster and faster with no signs of abating, and the customer continues to have more and more leverage in terms of rating the overall performance of any of their suppliers. Sites like TripAdvisor, Yelp, and even social media platforms give customers large platforms from which to voice their opinions, big megaphones. And let's face it, we've all seen some poor manufacturer or supplier who failed to live up to the customer expectations and simply get torn to shreds on Twitter or Yelp or some other platform that we know. So what's a tabletop supplier to do? The answer lies in taking a more holistic view of the customer service scenario. In fact, the very first step is to perhaps view the whole relationship with their customer as their quote-unquote customer experience. And that customer experience starts long before they ever actually place an order with your company. In fact, it starts the very first day that they get impressions of your company or brand and continues for the entire time you have a relationship with that customer. Each and every time there is an interaction or a touch point with a customer, the relationship either gets enhanced or degraded depending upon the customer's viewpoint of that particular experience. The lifespan of the relationship a company has with its customers is essentially a journey. A journey that begins the moment they become aware of who you are and how you might possibly be of help to them and offer to be a solutions provider for them. With a more holistic approach to the customer, you can measure and understand exactly where that customer is on the journey you and the customer are on together at any point along the way. There are five stages of that journey, and they are very simply awareness. This is where they begin to understand that you may possibly be an option to fulfill some need that they may have someday. The next step in this journey is consideration. This is where they now have that need for a product or service like the one that you offer. And based upon their awareness of your company and its products, they now may consider you as a possible resource. And after that customer considers you, they make a choice. Hopefully, it's the choice to choose you as a supplier. And then you enter into the trial phase. The customer has decided to try your company as a supplier and see how it goes. Keep in mind, the customer is measuring and evaluating you and your company and your products all along this journey to see if they're making 
good choices to use you as a resource. Moving on to the next step in this journey, if all has gone well so far, then the customer will select you again, meaning things have gone well and they like you and your products or services enough to repurchase or purchase on a regular basis your products and services, all still while evaluating, all still while watching and measuring. Finally, the customer has become comfortable with your company and its products and services and you become a regular vendor. Here's where we move on to the final step. Now that the, now the customer is comfortable with you, and now they begin to recommend your company to others as a valued resource. This final step is called advocacy. Now the customer is not only your customer, but they're advocate of your company and its products and services. These five steps are in every selling process, whether it's B2C or B2B. So by taking a more holistic view of the entire process, rather than viewing customer service somehow as, a, as an on-time or correct shipping situation, it's how you can help assist your customer and give them a better customer experience at each and every step as they progress along the journey we call the customer journey. We'll talk more about the issue of the customer experience and the customer journey in the coming weeks. But for now, think about your company and its customers. Where are they on the customer journey with your company? Well, that's it, everybody. That wraps up today's Seat Yourself podcast. I want to thank Shannon Talon for joining us. And of course, I especially want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in today. And finally, I want to thank the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring, in part, this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. This is Dave Turner, and we'll see you next time. But always remember, Tabletop Matters. That concludes this week's edition of Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series. Check us out at SeatYourselfPodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at Seat underscore Yourself underscore. For more information and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out TabletopJournal.com or email Dave at DT at TabletopJournal.com. And don't forget, please subscribe, rate, and review.